you are listening to Heroes of New Halcyon, a City of Mist game. Arc 1, Episode 4, No One's Laughing in the Background, Part 1. Fern. Yo! The, d- the day after all of that word vomit, uh, <laughs> have you texted Rhiannon anymore? Or have you, are you, uh, do you reconsider? having them here because they're in the next town over uh how's fern feeling the day of the funeral and uh, i'm asking you this because we're about to go into a scene and if there is one detail that you would like to change i'm giving you the option (laughs) (sighs) Uh, uh. <laughs> the chat first date ideas you want to come to my mom's funeral okay so i'm just gonna real quick kind of outline ferns emotional landscape <laughs> like well, more more like mental mental space thought process whatever right now mhm he so long as time he he was focused on just survival and so like dating was not really something that he ever really thought about Mm-hmm. He's he he he's still more or less uh, <clears throat> part part of the reason why he, he wasn't exactly sure what to respond to or like how to re- respond to Rhiannon Rhiannon's uh, word vomit uh, w- 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 was yeah I got word vomit now too okay thanks. <laughs> <laughs> For the listener at home, I did share a picture of a pit crew of uh, Rhiannon in, in the in our in our Riverside chat. Um, <clears throat> part part of the reason why he wasn't sure how exactly to respond to the word vomit is because he's still not fully thinking about dating. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's still like a new concept to him essentially and doesn't exactly know how to go about it yeah and at the same time but also like it's not that he doesn't want to date it's just he it's also not really that he doesn't see it or see that he doesn't have time or have the need to. It's just he doesn't know that landscape. That's very fair. And I will make it incredibly clear that uh, Rhiannon would be there not as, like, Rhiannon would be there to support you emotionally. Yeah. No matter what your relation status, relationship status is. Yeah. 
Um, Are you about to flip a coin? <laughs> uh, do you, do one better. I'm going to roll for it. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Actual dice. That's uh, some nerd we'll cred right there. Joe. A. Uh, let's see. Which dice am I feeling for Fern? Uh, you know what? Let, let's go. Yeah, let's go with this one. All right. Oh, that's a bit cocked. Eh. Well, he texts Rhiannon. So, do you do you want to come to the funeral too? <laughs> I'll say. Would you say the fern is an early riser? Uh, relatively-ish. So this is around like nine, like nine in the morning. Yeah. Uh, Rhiannon replies, where would you like me to meet you? Um, where's the funeral taking place? It is at, uh, Tombs Manor on the outskirts of Umber Plaza. Um, yeah, I'll... Give them the address for it and the time of the funeral. I'll be there. Okay. (laughs) You rode for it, man. (laughs) It's going to be an awkward first date. Uh, (laughs) uh, So I will say, are you at the hollow? Uh, yeah, he, he's been chilling at the hollow, yeah. I will say, uh, Noctua opens your closet and sort of, like, sets out a nice black suit. I gotta get used to this now, okay. <laughs> you do. And I have to as well. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh. I also got to get used to having clothes other other than what I usually wear. Hmm. And, and then he, like, puts on the suit, but it feels so weird. It's impeccably tailored. Like, it, it fits you nicely. Yes. But it still the, feels the, weird. Yeah, the feel, the... The fit is the clothes. Good. The clothes themselves feel... Noise. The feel of having them and having them on. What the fuck? <laughs> and as Fern is getting dressed, Minerva, what are you doing the morning before the funeral? I think she's gotten up extra early. I think she went, she goes to the park. Where she gave herself a moment to feel vulnerable for a few minutes. And if there's a bench or anywhere, she just sits there for just a little bit and she says, 
there's a lot today people might say about you and I don't know how much I want to defend you from it but I also know they're probably not going to all be right either and figuring out what part of memory and grief we want to hold on to is going to be a lot for all of us. But you taught me how to survive and how to ask more for myself. So I'll do the same. I'll hold on to that strength you gave me for this at least one more time. She goes back home. She she gets a really nice like uh, dress shirt put up together. She like gets a little mad at herself because she has she goes back to her cabinet to her medicine cabinet. She takes a few pills that she has on rotation. Uh, mostly mostly hormone therapy related stuff, but uh, she's like. I'm going to take this just in case. And she takes uh, a bottle of pills that are, she got like probably a few months ago. So this prescription is still good. They're uh, like anti-anxiety medication. She's like, I don't think I'm going to need this, but I'm going to have it just in case. And she just like sticks it in like another jacket she's taken with her to be close. And she... I think uh, in a prominent spot on the top of the dress shirt, she has a little pin. Uh, it's the shape of an owl. And I think there's... Uh, if she has like a little spot she's been writing in her like apartment, just like six or seven drafts of a speech or of some kind that she's probably been trying to write and it's just turned into here's a bullet point list that she just has to get these points across and that's it she can't write it out it'll just have to be something she says and she heads off to the funeral Kanchana what are you doing the morning of the funeral uh, Kanchana is I think Kanchan is mostly getting ready. They like begin by like eating, of course, uh, and they are like putting on their makeup, laying out uh, their clothing, uh, and probably drinking while doing this. Okay. And uh, definitely not watching said drinks. Uh, bad choices all around for Kenchana. It's a nice suit, though. So, <laughs> and it's black. They're showing up in a black suit. Uh, okay. I think they also tell their dad because they're staying with their father right now. Um, I will meet you there. Are you sure? I can. I can give you a ride. I. 
can get myself there. Thanks for the offer, though. Okay. I'll see you there. He gives you a big hug. I hug back. And make a shitty joke of, don't make any bad decisions. Hmm. He probably knows I've been drinking, by the way. And that's why he doesn't respond. (laughs) He uh, walks out of your home. I think she also says before her dad leaves, uh, I wish mom was here. Me too. Me too. Yeah. And... Kate. What are you doing the morning of the funeral? Well, since she's been... uh, On Allison and Celeste's couch. And maybe a little... A little too old to be sleeping on a couch for this long. Hmm. At least for her back. (laughs) She kind of just rolls off the couch. Uh, And kind of lays on the floor for a minute. And asks herself, do I really, am I really going to do this? I'm really going to do this. I am really going to do this. Bird flies down. Bird goes up the mountain. Oh gosh, I never get it right. Bird goes down. Bird goes up the mountain. That bird's going to go over a lot of mountains. Okay, here we go. Here we go. And she just psychs herself up, gets up, gets in the bathroom, starts getting dressed. And and the the dress that she did borrow from her neighbor is uh, definitely cut for a woman in her in her late 50s, early 60s. And uh, it kind of hugs in the wrong places and hangs loose in the the other wrong places. And she just looks at herself in the mirror and realizes that part of her brain hasn't moved past joining up with Althea to begin with. But now seeing herself in this older woman's dress, it's like, oh, I've lost a lot of years of my life to this. I look old. And I can't get my time back. And I think she sinks down to the bathroom floor and and really starts to cry. It's the first time she's really, really cried in a very, very long time. And, uh, yeah, she's definitely in the bathroom too long. <laughs> I think Kate hears the, uh, the door open. I'll be out a second, and I'm sorry. There's no words, but you 
you feel is the last time you knew. Which only makes her cry harder. Let it out. It's okay. Today's a rough day. Yeah. I, I, I have to go. I have, I have to go, and, uh... I, um... I noticed that dress the night you moved in, and, um... Well, I got you something. Didn't have to and do that. Uh, I know. I wouldn't forgive myself if I let you walk out in that dress. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We can just give that back to whoever you got it. <laughs> Milky looks so good on, in this. I don't know uh, why it didn't look good on me. <laughs> on on um on Celeste's bed is this lovely black dress. That seems much more you. That's such a... That is such a strange realization for Kate to have. That yes, this looks like me. And somebody else figured out who me was before me did. That's not... That's not English. (laughs) No, but I know what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. I, I didn't know if you'd I, I didn't know if you'd like it. It's perfect. Celeste, you always pick the most perfect things. Like You should be a comedian because you have perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> and not always. But um Say the word and Allison and I will rescue you from a funeral. Make a big scene of it, too. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> oh, I, I I'm can't... sure Allison will knock over a flower pot. <laughs> oh, I mean, well, don't... Minnie's done, outdone herself in planning things. and So maybe, maybe we won't uh, cause destruction, but definitely... Uh, we can kick something, I'm sure. <laughs> There's got to be a folding chair somewhere. Are there guest books at funerals? We'll throw the guest book. That sounds about. That sounds about right. And to be fair, my my family's a mess, so adding to the mess isn't going to be maybe too noticeable. Ooh, I, Kate turns and sees herself uh, in kind of a a long standing mirror that's in the bedroom and sees how puffy her eyes are and how red splotched and 
overwhelmed by the moment she kind of starts crying and like oh god i'm not gonna get ready in time <laughs> i allison may think she's the cosmetologist but most of her skills she picked up from me <laughs> i got you thank you celeste so celeste help you helps you get ready you put on that dress and you look at yourself in that full body mirror Maybe you can't get the years back, but you can stand in this moment. We then cut to the stately Tombs Manor. You know what? I will roll a d4 to see who gets there first. So, Kanchana is one, Fern is I mean, two. I was, I was going to say, do you really have to roll for that? There's Fern there. He probably just parkoured <laughs> his way over first? in the suit. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Mm, mm. He would start, like, he actually wouldn't parkour, only because it's, a it's threads that he doesn't feel like he can actually do Move that in. in yeah so it's like he was like he'd be he, he forced himself to like walk and he would see something he would want to parkour over or whatever to help him get there faster and start it and it'd be like oh the threads are not threads are gonna like rip if i do that i'm just gonna mm, get a uh, Fern, as you're apparently walking to the manor, <laughs> get calm, uh, you you see you see a car sort of like pull up beside you, and uh, the window rolls down, and Rhiannon goes, "Were you planning on walking there?" Uh, yeah. Get in. Okay. Then he gets in. <laughs> Rhiannon uh, is dressed in this sort of like um, this sort of uh, pantsuit with this uh, sort of black pantsuit with uh, a, uh, a black uh, shrug and a pendant of a sun and a moon. Uh, both silver. Um, Rhiannon sort of hesitates, but then places a hand on your shoulder. You ready? Yeah. Let's get this. Yeah. You look really good I, I, I'll admit clothes look nice I, it doesn't feel me but I mean I know I, these things you gotta look nice and my usual clothes would probably not be proper wear to wear yeah take the compliment Fern 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Marion gives you a warm smile and starts driving. Uh, you two are the first to arrive. And then Minerva. Minerva, you see uh, Fern getting out of uh, the car with someone you have not met before. She goes up to Fern, acknowledges him. Thank you for coming. Yeah, yeah, it, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hi. Um, I'm I'm Rhiannon. Um, one of Fern's classmates. Thank you for taking the time, uh, to come and support Fern and to be here. Of course. Uh, and uh, Rhiannon sort of like looks at you, Fern. I'm gonna find a, a, a seat okay 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 yeah uh they place a hand on your shoulder for a moment before walking into the manor leaving fern and minerva for a moment i think uh minerva will say do you mind waiting out here till uh, Kate and Kanchana uh, get here? Well, you might not know who Kate is, really, but Kanchana um, will be able to point her out. Um, I just need to go make sure that everyone's getting situated in the right spots. Okay. Just making sure everything's getting coordinated the right way. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll wait here. It'll be very quick, and she's like, goes at especially if it's like a wake kind of thing she's she's just checking with like the folk uh all the other people involved making sure flowers and things of that sort are set aside and she's doing say, she's doing the busy the busy work stuff if she can for a second and i will say uh constance is helping you and uh she sees you minerva and just gives you a hug Constance was Althea's partner, am I remembering yeah. that correctly? Yeah. It's... I'm not going to ask the obvious question. Because there's no obvious answer, right? People are going to feel what they are going to feel today. And I think the worst thing we can do is keep them from doing that. So be prepared for a scene. Or at the very least, be prepared for unkind things. Yeah. To be said. I know. And 
she uh, sort of like places her hands on your shoulders and just gives you an understanding look before uh, moving to continue with the busy work. Because, like you, and I believe this, uh, this may be a trait that you've noticed in Constance, she also likes to keep busy to keep from feeling things. Kate, you arrive next, and you see a young man in a suit, looking awkwardly, standing there. (laughs) But uh, he can't be older than 18. Was there a picture in the article? There was not. Okay. Um... So Kate doesn't feel good about doing this, but uh, she reaches out and taps into Fern's mind to see if he's an usher. (laughs) Because if he's an usher, she might feel okay talking to him. But uh, she... You get this... Along the surface, you get the sense, no, he is not an usher. He is who you fear he is. <laughs> Great. Um, so Kate, who, I mean, Celeste, just a really sweet job. Like chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Maybe a little overdone for a funeral, but good. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, it's very, it's very casual. It's very like neutral tones. Why? Like... Why did I doubt Celeste? She's she's got this. Why did you doubt Celeste? <laughs> I doubt everybody. This Kate's character trait. Her aesthetic may be goth, but not not she she knows how to dress someone for a funeral. <laughs> Especially someone who is going through it. Right. So uh Kate, um, has taken the city bus because she still hasn't figured out really Uber. Um, and uh, she's kind of standing a little down the sidewalk and just frozen. Um, and kind of repeating to herself, Bird goes down, goes up. Bird goes down, goes up. There's the mountain. Go up the mountain. Go. You have to do this. <laughs> And she starts speaking out loud to herself in that, in just kind of a crazy way and picking at her ear and just like, you have to go. You have to go into this. Just, just stop. Just, just, just shut up. Just go. Just shut up. And with her eyes closed, she starts walking down the street, gets her heel a little caught in one of the, in between uh, the concrete slabs and just is a mess. (laughs) A pretty mess, we'll say. <laughs> Very. <sighs> so she makes her way towards Fern. Um, and un- unrealizing to her kind of slows down a bit um, as she gets closer. And catches Fern's eye. And just. 
smiles awkwardly and says to herself, okay, you talk to somebody in the bank, you can talk to me. And she puts her hand up in a very uh, welcoming the aliens to Earth kind of way. And says, hello, way too loudly. Uh, hi. Uh, hi. Okay. Uh, uh, I am looking for Minerva. Hmm. Uh, never told me to wait out here for Kachana and Kate. Uh, they went inside to... I, I guess finish up some last minute details. Um, so I'm just waiting out here. I'm Kate. And she oh. points to herself. Um. <laughs> I'm Kate. Hi, uh, I'm, I'm Fern. Uh, he awkwardly holds out his hand for a handshake. <laughs> she comes in and it kind of ends up more like a, a high five, <laughs> like a low high five. Nice to meet you. Well, you know what? You know what? Not not nice to meet you, because this is not a nice... Ow. Oh, God. I just caught my headphones. <laughs> not nice to meet you, because this is not <laughs> a nice situation. just her hand on Rhiannon's car. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean I'm just... Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you... The, yeah, no. So I guess one, I I guess one could say, it it's still nice to meet someone, even if it's not a nice occasion. Yeah. Or, wait. I I don't. I mean, let's not. <laughs> let's not go too far. Uh, I need to go. How old are you, kid? Uh, like eighteen. You know, I don't, I don't know if you could tell, but I'm not very good at meeting new people. And, uh, this is hard for all of us. And I'm going to try and be an adult about this. So it is nice to meet you, Fern. And I'm sorry that we have to meet like this. Hey, I, I'm, I understand. I, I interacting with other people is. I'm, I'm personally still getting used to that. On like a more conversational side of things than just, yeah. Anyways, but yeah, it, yeah. I, it's also sad that we meet under these conditions yeah yeah it's nice to meet you too kate are you sad <sighs> yeah 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 it, it, it would have been it, it, 
<sighs> yeah. That's what I thought. And I think Kate turns in to go into the the funeral parlor. Kanchana then arrives. Uh, I was going to say, I think Kanchana arrives by crashing into the bush. Because I think for the first time in years, they decide to teleport. And they are not maybe the best anymore at aiming. So a bush, like, right next to Fern. Because yeah. it's it's a manor, so there's bushes in the front, right? Yeah. yeah. You see, mm-hmm. you kind of just hear a crash into a bush, I imagine, here, Kanchana going, shit, missed. Full <laughs> instinct mode, just, like, full-on jump, like, ready to, like, either f- fight or flight, like, instant. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see Kanchana just get up out of the bush. She dressed beautifully, like her suit's very clearly not a funeral suit. It's just one of the only black suits she has, and it's lovely. Her makeup's very well done. Her hair and suit are now, like, a bit uh, fussier, because, you know, bush. And she just kind of goes, Hi. Sorry about that. Um, I, I aiming well, to land on my feet, but uh, it's, it's been a while. <sighs> what? Hold, hold on. How you, Where did you come from? Uh, home, obviously. I, I mean, uh, yeah, obviously everyone came from mm-hmm. where they were before, but, like, in in this immediate area, where did you well, come from? Now I've just set up from the bush. But but before that, how how did you get into the bush? I, uh, I just I just let's not talk about it. I I just I don't want to drive right now, so I was like, I'll I'll not drive, and I because you're not supposed to drive after drinking, so like. I decided to do something. I just don't. Let's let's go inside. Come on. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. Come on. Come on. And and Fern, Fern's still just like, like his gears turning. <laughs> like uh, it's that gif of like the lady with like the mathematical the... equation. <laughs> yeah, and, as he's just kind of kind of like half paying attention as he's following, trying to in and is like, what, what, what. <laughs> There are a few later arrivals, including um, including police commissioner Meredith Crane, uh, alongside her is a, uh, uh, Meredith Crane is a bit of a, uh, severe is not the right word. Um, she uh, has very defined cheekbones, sort of like light brownish hair that's uh, kind of gone into blonde. 
she kind of looks like she could lead a police procedural. <laughs> um, she is in a uh, a gray suit uh, with a black blouse. Um, alongside her is a uh, a younger a, uh, Meredith Crane. Also looks to be like in her forties. Uh, she looks like she could have been a contemporary of, uh, both Constance and Althea. Um, beside her is a younger, uh, Hispanic woman. Uh, she, uh, she has a, she is in like, uh, she's in that, like the, like that very like clear, like detective garb, a uh, like blazer slacks, nice shirt. Um, <laughs> Her hair is, uh, her hair, uh, her, you can tell that her hair is kind of short. Like her, like her black hair is like, it, it should be in a bob, but it's sort of like pulled back for this. Uh, she has her, uh, police badge on her hip, uh, and a, um, a sort of like, a sort of like a more rotund white man, uh, sort of, uh, in a navy suit, um, no police badge to be found. Uh, is al- they also follows in. Kate, uh, as you walk in, you see um, a wreath of uh, sort of like darker flowers. Um, that with a note attached that just says, uh, condolences, S-H. Do I know who S-H is? You do. And maybe it's a good thing he's not at the funeral. Yes, it is a good thing he's not at the funeral. But that... That feeling of fear and just stunning anger starts bubbling up again and and it's getting It's, it's going to be too much. She knows it's going to be too much, but she needs to keep walking in for many. And even though he's not going to be here, I mean... His presence is. His presence is. And just like his namesake of Hemlock, he's going to be poisoning everything about it. Mm. At least in Kate's mind. And part of her feels... I will say, oh. 
Oh, no, please, please. Sorry. I was gonna say part- this is completely unrelated. Okay. Um, part of her feels a little betrayed because even though she knows, you know, Althea's dead, she's not like contacting people and being like, hey, you know, please send me a wreath for my funeral. It yeah. feels like they must have still been in contact after everything. That could be the case. There's a reason Kate was sent away. And she thinks that maybe this is part of it. Althea chose okay. to not have Kate around because of him. Okay. And as everyone settles in, uh, the funeral starts and uh, proceeds. I won't go into the details because woof. <laughs> Um, at one point, Constance goes up, uh, to the podium to address those at the funeral. She, uh, clears her throat. Many of you knew Althea Tombs from her work, from champion of social justice to organizer of weekend trash cleaning. She always seemed to have a lot of plates spinning. However, I I knew her by her smile. Her smile. I'm sorry. Her laugh. That uh, The laugh that always seemed to, um, to crinkle her nose whenever it happened. In her office at the foundation, I saw pictures of the people she'd helped. The lives her philanthropy changed, but never any of her. I asked her how she was able to do the things that she did. How she was able to inspire the communities she pledged her time and efforts to and not let their pain get to her. She gave me a smile and said, Pain is everywhere. Whether you see it or not, feel it or not, it's there. You can understand it, you can buckle to it, but that doesn't mean that you don't do what you believe in. It just means that if the pain comes, you keep moving. If anyone stops to look at you or not, it doesn't matter. Because you've got a job to do. (laughs) She... Inhales to speak, but the telltale signs of tears run down her cheek, and she steps from the podium. There is an invitation if anyone else would like to say anything. It does not seem that any of the crowd would like to.
do any of you say anything? I don't think Kanchana goes up, but I think, uh, I think she's either sitting with her dad or with, or near Kate or Minerva and just kind of mutters like, Jesus fucking Christ, we should have scheduled something. I think, so Kate is getting these little murmurs from everybody of, oh, what a lovely speech. Uh, you know, what a, a wonderful way to remember, a wonderful woman. You know, how... Hey, roll for me and investigate real quick with any telepathy-related texts. Up to three. Ooh. Um, see, I've got read nines. And da, 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 da. hmm, and I'm gonna use my bullshit detector as part of my psychic tinnitus. <laughs> Investigate. Okay. There you go. I'm all success. Okay. You hear. You hear someone say. How do I want to word this? Ooh. <laughs> you hear someone say, What's done is done. Just move fucking forward. Kate starts to scan the room, trying to place the voice with a face. And she looks to her left and and she can see it there's like a blur there are people there and she knows that there are people there but they're blurred would her. you like to spend one of your clues to get this information? You have two. I would. Yeah, let's go for it. You scan the room, and I will give you a solid lead on this. The thought comes from the man in the navy suit. Hmm. that is sitting close but not next to police commissioner Meredith Crane. Am I able to glean any of Meredith Crane's thoughts? Actually, it's hard. It's like a steel wall up there. You don't know whether that is because she keeps her thoughts guarded 
she doesn't you don't know if that's just how her mind works because everyone's mind is a little different you know some mm-hmm. are open doors some are fucking puzzle boxes some are <laughs> some are festivals every single day <laughs> some minds is just the crow it's just the crow up there <laughs> I. But if you would like to spend another clue, there is someone next to her that you could read much easily, much more easily. Is this the um, Hispanic woman that was with her? Yes. I mean. Okay, gang, what do you think? Should I use this other clue? Because I. Okay, that was not. <laughs> that was unhelpful. I, 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 I mean, it's your clue. It is my clue, but also I have a feeling that, like, the, I don't know. This is this is this is not a party decision. Uh, That's why I'm opting out of it. This this is a what do you think, this Kate? Is, this what do you think, Kate? Decision. In this moment, I don't yeah, want to say who does Kate want to read. I don't want to take any personal responsibility if this goes bad. Have to. <laughs> Oh no no no! You 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 made your bed. Now you gotta lie oh. in it. This is the if problem with telepathy. This is absolutely your choice. None of us, I think, are sitting next to you. We. Yeah. Now Kate would probably be far away from everybody. Um, yeah. I, I was gonna say blah. even if were, it's been long enough. I think that our how we might react to the situation. I don't think has a bearing upon how you might react anymore. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. You gleam the information that this is Detective Luz Costas. And she's just sort of like you see that her outside is like very like proper like like it's very respectful, but her mind is just like this isn't right. We didn't finish that investigation. We, I don't know what the commissioner's planning, but this isn't right. We don't need to lie to anyone. Great. And now you have that in your brain space. Now I have that in my brain space. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get up and I'm going to walk out. Because all of this about how great she was, was getting to me. Seeing those initials walking in, that's another needle. And now this, to know that it, nobody handled this correctly. It's too much. I get up and I walk out. Right as they call for everybody to say something. I think Minerva, you notice this. Uh, yes. I was going to say if Kanchana notices this, I think Kanchana actually might go back on what they had been, they were going to sit down, but I think they at that moment might get up and go talk. Noticing that somebody has left. Maybe not noticing who, but somebody has like gone. No. So, Kanchana is going to the podium? 
Okay. Fern, how are you feeling? Oh boy. Uh part of, part of him feels like he should go up and say something, but the other part of him doesn't know what to say if he does. And it's like he 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 just he just doesn't know. <laughs> I will say Rhiannon's, the back of Rhiannon's hand is touching the back of Fern's, and there seems to be a hesitance there. Tess is a note. You don't have to do anything. <laughs> you are muted if you'd like to say anything. <laughs> um... I will also say... Uh, Fern also noticed uh, that someone has left. Yeah. Um... Uh, honestly, I feel, I feel like seeing seeing that someone had left, and not really knowing other other people's actual relationship with Althea, he thinks that probably just got really overwhelmed mm -hmm. with sadness, sadness or whatever. And it was like, was going like, go step out and like act like full on cry or whatever, just sort of not like interrupting anything. So it's like, okay, they're there. But yeah. Um, yeah. Minerva, how are you feeling? You fully know that that was Kate that just walked out. I think if she sees Kanchana going to speak, she will let Kanchana speak first. Okay. Kanchana. Yeah. What do you say? Kanchana gets up, and is there like it's a podium, right? It's yeah. a podium. And she definitely puts her hands on the side of the podium to kind of steady herself, and begins with. So, um, Althea wasn't my mom. That's just a fact of life. Like she was not my mom. Um. She served something like my mom for the better part of a decade. She had been friends with my mother, and when my mom passed away, I... She was there for a lot of what my mom never was, and for that, I am deeply grateful to her. She did things and taught me things that I wish my mom could have. And so, thank you. I, I, I can't put it any other way. We didn't always get along. Um, in fact, actually, we really didn't get along this past, like, four or five years, half a decade almost, because 
Althea for all her goodness fucked up deeply sometimes and she was human in that way that she could be. That was a beautiful speech about how she cared for people but she cared for people at the expense of herself in a way that ended up hurting other people and I don't think she knew that. Kudos to whoever just walked out, you kind of had the balls, I didn't. Um... <laughs> I, and I am 100% going to say that Kate can hear this. <laughs> just kind of trying to go, kudos to whoever walked out. You didn't have the balls. Well, then, for sure, for sure. Like... Kate, Kate like, went behind the doors and she's like, am I going to leave? But she can like hear everything over the loudspeaker, for sure. Hell yes. <laughs> Hell yes, Gunjana. Uh, because... You know, this to some extent or another is, I don't know, is it us, is it, it, you don't throw a funeral for the person who died, not really, they're dead, they don't give a fuck, this funeral's for us, but like, enough of us have shit, like, enough of this funeral is for us that it's kind of stupid that we're not talking about whatever the fuck happened, I mean, I was one of the kids she helped raise, there were three of us, I guess maybe four now with the new kid, but like, I don't know him and I don't even know if he helped plan this funeral. So like, I don't know. Thanks to you, but also, Jesus Christ. Jesus so, fucking Christ. For the listeners, we sort of see <laughs> Fern shrink in his chair a little bit. And was that a motion to hold Rhiannon's hand? Indeed it was. Indeed Confirmed. It was. <laughs> Aww, that's cute! Yay! Uh, Rhiannon, Rhiannon <laughs> holds Fern's hand tightly. So, at the end of the day, um, I don't know what to say, but I guess uh, both thank you deeply from the bottom of my heart, Althea, you meant the world to me, but also kind of fuck you, so like... Uh, yeah, I'm Kanchana Palpai Cool, by the way, if you don't know. Uh, I was the third one of us. Uh, at least one of the others is here. I, I don't know about the second one. Uh, but wherever she is, cheers to you, Kit Kat. And then Kanchana will go sit down. Holy oh. shit! <laughs> Holy shit! That's why I was like, that's when, I, when Angela went, oh wait, for Kenjon, I was like, ooh, debatable choice right there. No, I, 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 I've been planning my speech this entire time. Okay. I mean, to be fair, Minnie cleans up our messes, so. Oh my god. Fern yeah, so. was, like, debating, like, going up now he, now he's like fully like no nope, I, I can't go up. i can't oh like no i no i, <laughs> let, I, I me, can't. let me let me let me let me just stay here right next to the person i might be dating <laughs> big question mark i don't know but like let me let me let me, let me just like say question it's small. safer here <laughs> it's safer here than up there in front of everyone i was gonna say i'll actually say kanchana doesn't go back to sit down kanchana walks I think out instead. Might as well go out with a fucking bang. Power <laughs> move. Kantana, you Power see Kate. Move. Kate, you see Kantana. <laughs> oh, hey, Kit Kat. Oh. How are you? You are here. Good to know. <sighs> Do you know why I keep talking to me? 
can I want Wait, coffee. I'm already drunk. I want coffee. I so Kate is kind of overwhelmed that Kanjana would even talk to her after about everything, but she says she's drunk. Okay, uh big sister mode, here we go. Mm. Um and she kind of shepherd like moves to shepherd her towards the reception hall. And it's like, okay, well, I'm sure there's coffee back here. There's always coffee. I like a couple of shots of five-hour energy or Celsius in it. I don't know what that is, but we can can find you that. You're gonna love it. Maybe. I have an anxiety disorder. I don't think that's gonna help me. But if it'll help you... (laughs) Listen, caffeine calms some people down maybe it'll calm you down who knows might be a fun experience kate you know damn well that caffeine caffeine does not calm you down (laughs) (laughs) no but i'm still like yes yes okay i i you know in in her tiniest icelandic town where she was there was like a lovely little pub and a lot of drunk men you know that would wander home and somehow end up on her little farm oh. so she's used to shepherding the drunks and she's just yes kanchana yes we'll try that Kanchana's later really of course. Drinks. we'll get you some coffee kanchana really drinks it did not take them this like a lot to get drunk they were drinking like beer which you know takes you a while to get drunk compared to other things so like, well, they just don't drink enough to like. This is Alana talking. I'm a lightweight. I get like half a beer in, and I'm gone. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, no, I I think uh, well, when Kate left, you would have been what like twelve, maybe. How old are 13? you? Thirteen. How how old how old's Kate? Uh, I believe I'm about twenty six. Uh, I'm older. So when did you leave? I'm trying to like six years six ago. Years ago. Six, years ago. So six years ago, you would have been twenty one. Twenty. Oh, 20. 20. Yeah. Um. Wait. I. Why am I doing it math like that? Kanchana would have been <laughs> about. I want to say fifteen or sixteen years old at the time. Kanchana okay. about twenty one, twenty two. So, drinking age. If you don't follow. The laws. Kanchana was really drinking much. age. If you're a high school student, I was going to say Kanchana was. Re- I was going to say Kanchana was very much following laws, but clearly by the fact that you know vigilantism, they weren't. But like they yeah. followed all the other laws <laughs> involved in this world. They were very by the books. Like okay, so then child. so then Kate would have known you as like the goody two shoes that didn't drink. Yes, and would have been so she does. She has no idea what's happened to you. Grad school! Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) So as Kate and Kanchana try and find coffee in the reception hall, Minerva. Sorry. For the listener, Angela's cracking her neck and her knuckles. Um... She steps up to the podium and she stands at her full height, which I think I gave somewhere around like six foot three, six foot four, somewhere around there. I made her a tall lady. Yeah, Minerva's tall. Ladies. Yeah, I, I don't make, I don't make short ladies. It's not what I do. Um, 
thank you to everyone for being here. That is what um, I would have started uh, the speech off with maybe three, four, five months ago. I think it's probably better that I start with the personal, because I think, oddly enough, uh, I've been to enough funerals where, remarkably, when someone passes away, uh, people don't feel like they can be personal anymore. We have to pretend. So, why don't I start by saying, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Minerva Oriana. Uh, I was the first, or among the first, of people to be trained by Althea. For those of you who have been fortunate to know me now, you know, some of you might even know me as Minnie. For those of you who knew me many years ago, you might have known me as Jeremiah. And you wouldn't have been wrong. The name is still relevant to me. Dead though it is. And I cannot deny its relevance to my life. Nor can I deny the relevance and impact it's had on me and how I've thought about a lot in my life. And I think the same can be said for what any of us have felt about Althea's impact on our life. I grew up with a decent sense that if I were fortunate to die, then it would at least be by freezing to death out in the cold without any home. And I was fortunate enough to be helped by someone, by Althea. Then I was unfortunate enough to get into fights and be angry with what I thought was Althea's inability to solve every problem that I had. To solve every bit of turmoil that I was having with my life, to every turmoil that was beyond her. And unwilling to figure out how much uh, someone being human was an excuse for their failures, for what they do to us, even when they're trying to do things for us. But so I'm, I've reached this part of my life where I am given the dubious honor of looking at some of you here, who I'm certain none of you gave a damn about her, and are probably opportunists at best, and who I'm certain some of you loved her as much as I did, maybe even more. She failed in many regards, for many people. At least two of them have spoken up today. And she also succeeded in many other regards for what she left me 
for knowing what it meant to not leave people out in the cold anymore. Whatever her legacy will be, whatever she has left behind, be it for weal or woe, I ask that you all not deny what any of us feel towards her. Be it simple, be it belligerent, be it murderous intent. Or be it some, uh, what I would like to, what I will take the opportunity as her daughter to say is a gross and perverse, uh, interpretation of her interests. She cared about us to her great detriment and failure and to her great success. And I will not begrudge any of my siblings from having the feelings that they have. Nor will I hold her to a standard that I expected her to be God. Only gods could be perfect. She was not that. But she gave me space to be warm again. And I will make that space for myself and for my siblings if they are interested in keeping us all warm with or without any of your approval. Thank you to everyone who's taken the time to come here. And I hope if any of you feel anything remotely genuine about Althea, that you actually express it. I said my fill. And this chapter is over. Um, this is a question for our GM. Before you ask, holy yeah. shit. Oh my god. <laughs> totally not Minerva just taking the glove off and throwing oh it down yeah. at everybody's feet. Damn. Like, damn. Oh, oh my god. Amazing. <sighs> Why do you think I waited? <laughs> <laughs> the glove off and thrown. But yes, your question, please. To what extent of the like more superhuman aspects was the city ever aware of? Um, you know that uh the city knew that there were superpowered in individuals. And that some had taken up vigilantism uh, towards the uh, um, and uh, the HCPD didn't outright condemn uh, vigilantes, but there wasn't a good relationship there. It wasn't like Batman working with Commissioner Gordon. There was a clear line of demarcation between the police who failed people and the vigilantes who tried to do right by people. 
Good. And then last thing she says, oh. And she looks at uh, all the folks, anything police related. If you come for any of my shelters, I will bring fire upon all of you. And as she walks out, her phoenix wings spread out around her. She walks down the aisle and she goes to go check on Kate and Kanchan. What? Oh my god! What? Yes! Holy oh, shit! Holy shit. Oh, honey, I'm all. And honestly, I think that's a perfect place to end. Did they do. do uh, I'm all. What? Oh, holy shit! Oh, Thank oh, you. No. I'm so, so much proud for of you. <laughs> to. Heroes of New Halcyon, a city of mist game. Oh. Oh. I guess we can geek out over the credits by what the fuck? Wait, if they know about those elements, there's no suggestion they know about you having them, which is the issue here now. No. Nope. Oh. I know Hot damn, that is so brave. Oh, I, such a oh. risky fucking decision. But, mwah, beautiful oh. payoff. Oh, oh. shit. Oh. oh. You do your dance, girl. Angela's you just get freaking there. dancing. <laughs> oh. My comment plays relevant, okay, not okay. Angela sewing kindling on the fire. Uh, definitely yes. thrown a whole fucking... Even more so now, because that was not anything that I... <laughs> oh, I gotta rethink a few things now. We are fucked. How are we gonna deal with, like, all of... Oh, no. On the next episode of Heroes of New Halcyon, A City of Mist Game. I wanted to let you know that uh, we have a suspect in custody. If he's an outsider, but Althea wanted him to be part of the family, then that's enough for me. Uh, I mean, it's safe to assume that power's run in this family, so... After trying to read my mind and learn about my family history, which is none of your fucking business! Like I said, a mess. Thank you for listening to Heroes of New Halcyon, a City of Mist game. This episode was recorded in Riverside.fm and edited in Audacity, with music and sound effects from Epidemic Sound. This podcast is produced, edited, and GM'd by Caleb Wade. Hey, that's me! Our performers are The Real Ash Gamer, Angela Morovejo, Theta Chun, and Alana Wolfgang Duran. Links to where you can find everyone will be in the description below. Thank you for listening, and keep your head on a swivel for the next episode.